What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Devin the Bear. Here to uh, talk about how great of a card UFC Austin was. Um, I'm just going to say out there, hopefully the UFC is listening to this. Doubt it, but still, that'd be cool that we need to start having more Texas cards. Um, For sure. The, and if, if that's how it's going to be, yeah. if the crowd is going to be that into it, like even the few decisions that were on that card, they were into it start to finish. Yeah. And Houston's just the same. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, a lot of uh, Israel Adesanya has openly said how much he loves coming to Houston. You know, um, I mean, they these Houston, it was more so just these Texas fans. They welcome these fighters in, you know, and yep. um, they enjoy every single fight that goes on to on, on the card. You know, it's um, and we get to see a ton of finishes as well. It's just it's been nonstop, just chaos, but in a good way whenever there's a Texas card now. And something about just because before you could kind of go back and you can look at uh, before they were consistently coming to Houston as or Texas as much as they were. Like we had UFC 69. They didn't come again until like UFC 136, I think. Um, I mean, it had been a, such a long gap. And the cards were good. I mean, they, they were they were fun cards to watch. That's where we saw we saw GSP versus Matt Serra. We saw Diego Sanchez take on um, Gilbert Melendez. We saw uh, JDS and Kane fight on one of their trilogy fights in Houston. And so Frankie Edgar fought. Uh, yeah, that's right. Ray Maynard. Yeah, uh, I think it was the third fight, right? Yeah. The third fight was in Houston. Yeah. And, um, I wrote about that in the school newspaper. Yeah, that's freaking exciting, dude. I still and, have it somewhere. Yeah, I mean, would, you have to like get pull that out one day. I want to yeah. check that out, and that's that's really cool though. But that's um, yeah, man. Like you know, with this uh, Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett fight card, this fight night, dude, people showed up and they were ready to throw down. Uh, it started off big with three straight knockouts. You know, Roman Delize knocked out Kyle Dawkins with a knee. Then some punches. Then Phil Halls almost went uh, one and one on Saturday night. He beats Duran Wynn by uh, TKO and then gets into a really, really bad with uh, Daniel Cormier, which I thought was kind of funny. I feel um, like in a full suit, yeah, not prepared for it, Phil Halls will beat Daniel Cormier. Yeah. I mean, that guy's on adrenaline rush too. Yeah. Little, uh, little Kevin. Like he goes 2 0 that night. Yeah. Mini Randleman. That's just me. That's just me. Yeah. Mini Randleman probably would have thrown him, maybe. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, people, uh, I don't know. With that whole situation, though, with uh, Deron Wynn, I'm sorry, Phil Halls and Daniel Cormier, um, people were kind of saying, you know, before, like, oh, DC needs to take a step back. You know, he is too uh, confrontational with some of these fighters and stuff and finally the confrontation is met with him and now it's like oh well you know you don't want to make dc angry and so um i mean it's one of the things where phil halls is pumped up he just yeah. beat um he just beat daniel cormier's uh training partner you know um i mean the confrontation was going to happen especially with how that went down it was I, a, I think dc handled it pretty well yeah. i think like he went in there and was telling him like nah you need to act better yeah because he does i mean well, it's I don't really have an issue with it personally, but you're you do have to do these interviews after the fight and you're kind of interrupting that and delaying it by having this issue that you made up in your own head with DC. I mean, it's kind of hard because um with with the fight because we know that especially with Daniel Cormier can be very biased and we've seen fighters yeah. kind of call him out on that and we know that um Phil Hall's I mean Deron Wynn was going to um that was who dc wanted to win so phil halls felt uh some type of way in the fight and i mean i watched the fight and it never seemed that um dc was dc was ever you know um there was a biased bias. commentary you yeah. know it didn't seem like that at all and i think dc even said the best he's like well, he's like why the fuck would i want this fight you just saw what happened why would i want this fight 
And it's just, um, I mean, I feel like maybe it was a little unwarranted by Phil Halls, though, to be so um, confrontational yeah, with him. But like you I'm said, saying. you know. It's a little unwarranted, but yeah. I get it. Yeah. And so I, I get where he's coming from, though. I mean, you know, you just have you just had a pretty devastating freaking finish. Uh, he beat he the shit out up. of him. So, um, but it is what it is. They were able to shake hands and get over it. Then, you know, Cody Stammen, uh retired Eddie Wineland. Yeah. And Eddie, so I think it was like Eddie Wineland's 36th fight or something like that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's been fighting for a very long time. Former WC yeah. uh, Bantamweight champion. Yeah. Like it's just a matter, a matter of time, you know, whenever that happened. And uh, it is what it is, though. Uh, hopefully Eddie Wineland also, though, he stays retired as well. I think it's just uh, he's been doing it for so long. And I think at the, he's a respected bantamweight if he kept up with WEC. Yeah. If you just watch him from the UFC on, then you really didn't know who he was. Any kind of fun striker. Yeah. Who got knocked out sometimes. Yeah. And so, um, but it was it was a good fight. It was a good for Cody Stam. I like Cody Stammen a lot. Yeah. I think um what's it called? Um, I think with Cody Stammen, like, you know, he's kinda in limbo with the Bantamweight division right now. Then uh we saw some great women's fights as well. Maria Oliveira beat Paula Glora de Paula. Yeah, and then uh, Natalia Silvia defeated. Um, yeah, she she beat Jasmine. I can't say that last Jasmine, name. Jasu Davicius. There you go. Um, yeah, that both those fights were really good. They are two of was it four decisions on the card? Yeah, and all of the decisions were pretty exciting fights. So yep. those two, even though they were decisions, and the rest of the card was finishes, they were very exciting. Yeah, um, I'm actually really surprised that the um, Oliveira and De Paulo fight didn't get a. Neither of them got finished in that third round because they were going after it in the third round. They really both came in there and turned it on, and can't ask for nothing better I, than that. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't get the finish, but it was exciting, and it just got better each round. Right. Um, Oliveira went in there throwing out heat. She was trying to put her away and just didn't get it, but she did get the decision win. So that's cool. Yeah. Then you saw Jer- Jeremiah Wells defeat uh, Court McGee by knockout, and that was a vicious knockout. Yeah. Uh, it's like what we, I said the, with the Glover Teixeira is like, you know, Court McGee is kind of getting in the second prime, and it's like, but whenever they get like they have to like when they leave the second prime, it's very abrupt and it's pretty rough. And so um, saw Ricardo Ramos get a spinning back elbow knockout as well on uh, Danny Chavez. I'll say with Court McGee, 32 fights, um, and only he's only been knocked out twice. Yeah. Pretty big deal. That's a big deal, especially with his fight style sometimes, you know. Yeah. He, he has very fundamental uh, style boxing, and so... It's very He's very gritty, yeah. um, so it's, it's surprising that he's only been knocked out twice, but I would have to really think he needs to decide what to do next yeah um and on the other hand you have someone like you were talking about with danny chavez and ricardo ramos ricardo ramos ramos sorry he uh got a really nice knockout with the elbow yeah um but danny chavez is expected to be a really big deal so he's gonna have to stop and think about what went wrong in that fight but i think he's got a whole future ahead of him yeah. both of those guys do that yeah, was a for really sure. fun fight up until that knockout yeah, no, no that, that wasn't that, fun. Just it was a fun fight before it ended. Yeah, yeah, and that's usually just how some 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 sometimes when that's how that goes. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> man! Apparently, I just can't speak today. Um, so <laughs> so um, on to what we're really here to talk about, though. The opener on that main card. Um, what we've been talking about since it's happened. Yeah, is Adrian Yanez getting a first round TKO over Tony Kelly and. Um, 
man, these guys fucking hated each other. But yeah. they, they come they into it. They kind of came out of nowhere, too. Tony yeah. Kelly was just running his mouth, flipping yeah. everybody off. Yeah, I think what it was, though, man, what started it all was, you know, Tony Kelly had made some comments uh, while he was um, cornering his girlfriend's corner. And, um, I mean, look into it. I really don't have to repeat that, especially on this platform, you know. But it's because there was, it was a controversial take that what he said. And a lot of people started tagging Adrian Yanez in it. So yeah, I think that's kind of what started that whole heat between them two is that, you know, because they wanted Adrian Yanez to put it on him. Yeah. And then leading into the weigh-ins. Wish lead- granted. What's that? Wish granted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, um, leading into the weigh-in stuff, Tony Killer misses weight after talking a bunch of crap. He's called um, Adrian Yanez a make-a-wish version or a wish version of Jorge Masvidal. It's like, you haven't even fought this guy yet, man. You're already talking shit. And you've seen how unstoppable he's looked in this battle yeah. in a tough division, you know? And I get what he's doing, you know, just kind of hyping it up a little bit. Well, I thought that's what he was doing. And then they go in there and Adrianus absolutely fucking folds this guy into yeah. a lawn chair. And he, I saw a meme that yeah. showed all the different, after he dropped them, yeah. it showed all the punches he landed after. And it was like, Tony Kelly really went out there and got beat from every angle. <laughs> and so, dude, uh, I mean, it's like with Adrianus, like we've, I, I've talked to you about him for a very long time now. Um, his striking is just, just levels head and shoulders above some of these guys that he's yeah. fighting. Uh, he is going to be a serious problem in this division. Um, we even got to see a little, a couple birds thrown after the fight, which I thought was kind of warranted as well. Though I mean, you, you, town. Hold you it down. talk shit, get hit, man. Yeah. You know, and um, Tony Kelly around his mouth, and he's still running his mouth. Yeah, yeah, and he's still throwing little fingers to you. Yeah, and like, it's like yeah, you're, you're still doesn't hold as much weight anymore, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, and then after that, say he said he did, he wasn't knocked out in yeah. that fight, and it's like if you if you were. You weren't even looking at Adrian Yanez. You you didn't even know where he was, and he was still hitting you. (laughs) If I can do... He's fast, man. (laughs) I probably wouldn't know where he was at if he's hitting me. But he... um, Yeah, man. Like, you know, you just got to hold the L. You know, it is what it is. Get over it. But what we're... class. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, Just you take that loss and you learn from it, but apparently you don't want to learn from it. And all that creates is... People are just going to want to watch you keep getting beaten. I'd I'd love for a rematch later down the road. Yeah. Um, But so... Anthony Pettis tweeted saying that Adrian Yanez needs to be ranked, yeah. which he now is. He's at rank number 15. Yeah. So congratulations to him. Um, and then Eric Koch, and if you're a yeah. big MMA fan, uh, he's a UFC veteran back in the day. He said that Adrian Yanez has some of the best stand-up in the division. Or he said he has some of the, he's one of the best strikers in the division. Yeah. Uh, he may have said that in the UFC. But I know a lot of people were disagreeing with that, but... Eric Koch being someone who used to be one of the most exciting strikers back in the day. Yeah. I'm going to listen to him. Yeah. It's a compliment Uh, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a compliment, but I'm more saying if he sees that in Adrian Giannis with where Adrian Giannis, his career is at. Yeah. And he sees that where his striking is at as far as the levels go and the skills go. And he says, yeah, he's one of the best strikers in the UFC right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I would agree with him. I mean, he's only going to get better. Yeah, I know because um, yeah, um, so early. Well, so me and so Adrian's from the same town that I live in as well. And so I believe he when he was younger, he trained with this um, boxing coach named Frank Rodriguez, who was a very prominent boxing coach in the area. Uh, the guy had an old school, you know, Roberto Duran in your face style. And, uh, you know, seeing Adrian train with him going to Salsa Lease, you know, really perfecting that style that he has. And now, you know, he's also been training with Ray Longo. Now he's in Houston training with Michael Chase Corley. 
And so just so much of this greatness is happening with his stand-up. It's like you can't acknowledge, you can't not acknowledge that he has some of the best stand-up in his division. He's showing it, you know, I mean, because nobody's been able to try to get him down. And on top of that, though, he's also a black belt in, in uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under, under Sol Solis as well. So uh, if anybody tries to get him down, it's not going to be easy. His last person that I got him down was many fights ago. And um, I mean, it's against Levi Mouse House um, Mouse, yeah. Mouse. And so that was a long time ago, though. And we've seen how much he's grown since, and nobody's been able to get him down and keep him down at the same time. But um, yeah, Adrian has put on one hell of a show. It's super exciting to see talking to people who knew Adrian as well, and you know, and again, their opinions on it. They're just everyone's excited to see how what, what's next for him, and we're just gonna have to just you know. Get hop on the train. I hope it's Sean O'Malley. I yeah. really freaking hope it's Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Sean O'Malley beats Pedro Munoz. Heck, if he beats or if he loses to yeah. Munoz, yeah, I think that fight could happen either way. I think it's gonna have to. It's gonna have to happen soon. Uh, to kind of, um, but I don't know if they're gonna want to kill the hype on either one of those fighters. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised. They'll probably wait till they're either just getting to top five yeah. or top five. And let them fight because then they're gonna have to. Yeah. Well, Sean O'Malley decided to name drop him and Adrian yeah, a yeah. long time ago though, so it's yeah. like it's gonna have to happen. Yeah. And it's starting to get to where it's almost feasible to happen, probably sooner than Sean O'Malley wanted. And it's like, yeah, I think before you even start, we even started um, like doing the podcast. I talked about that with you, Sean O'Malley and him fighting, and I still feel that Sean, uh, what's his name, uh, Sean O'Malley loses to him. Yeah. I think Adrian Yanez goes in there and um, Sean O'Malley tries to put some kicks on him and shit, but we haven't seen Adrian Yanez get tired as well either. He's yeah. fought three fights and he's kept the same pace. I mean, uh, three round fights, I mean, uh, went all three and he has looked tired. We've seen Sean O'Malley get pretty tired, um, you know, and Sean O'Malley is a great fighter, but I think uh, we, the second he gets touched by Adrian, he's gonna be like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? So, Yeah. Yeah. And then we had Gregory Gregory Rodriguez uh, knock out Julian Marquez. It was pretty rough for Julian. Yeah. He just could never get anything going. Yeah. He ended up paying the price. I think he tried to make it a fight in a phone booth, and he realized he didn't yeah. want he, – he realized it was too late. He was getting touched up way too much by Gregory Rodriguez. Um, cop. Yeah, man, that dude is – He's fucking, flying under the radar, but yeah. he's doing it pretty excitingly. A lot of these middleweights are, man. You know yeah. him, Adolfo Vieira, um, Fluffy Hernandez – these all, all these great fighters that are just kind of not really just there yet because they're being like they're I don't know um, where they, they should be talked about more. But you got guys like Alex Bahia and yeah. Sean Strickland being talked about more. And Alex Bahia is kind of coming in out of nowhere, but because of his history with Adesanya, he's going to bypass a lot of this stuff. Yeah, but I think Gregory Rodriguez beating. Uh, Julian Marquez is going to start putting him in some big name fights. Yeah, I hope so too, man. I mean, I think he's a great fighter. He's fun as hell to watch because yeah. um, he throws down. Most of these middleweights really aren't doing that, you know? And so um, uh, the other next fight was a lightweight fight, which I felt like should have been fight of the night. But uh, I don't disagree with Calvin Cater and Josh Emmett getting it. Is Demir is Kutataladze. I could say his last name. I could say the other ones. <laughs> now you, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, no, man, that fight was a really good, great fight. They threw yeah, down. Uh, yeah. I still feel like Kutaladze won that fight. But and I feel like Ismagulov won that fight. Uh, yeah. I just feel like Demir did more. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I feel like it almost kind of mirrored Cater and Emmett yeah. a little bit. Um, you had one guy doing counter striking. You had one guy 
Yeah. Being, uh, being more aggressive. Uh, it, I feel like Kutatalaze Kuta was more aggressive. And that's where I felt that Kutalaze uh, won the fight because he was the aggressor mainly when that fight. Like anything that uh, Demir was trying to do, it felt that Kutalaze was able to shut that down, you know? I just feel like with the any grappling exchanges that happened, Ismagulov was winning. Yeah. And as far as the numbers go, I'm pretty sure Ismagulov had two rounds. Right. More than... Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think because um, we didn't really see much of a ground game in that fight either. That's why I yeah. felt like Kutaladze won that fight. That's also, why I say just... grappling, ex- grappling exchanges and not like control time or something like right. that. Because anytime it, it was someone was being held up against the fence, it was Ismagulov holding up yeah. Goram. And so uh, it was it was a great fight, though. Uh, it's it's one of those where either guy could have won that fight. Um, I think I was also just more upset because I put some money on uh, Kutaladze. Oh. <laughs> And he lost, and I was like, "That's some bullshit." And then, yeah, it cost me like a lot of money. But um, yeah, man. So we have uh, Joaquin Buckley defeated Albert Durev. Albert Durev. Yeah, that fight was really good. That's too. a great fight. That yeah. was a very good fight. Uh, you could tell the others, the fighters' game plans. Just yeah. With what they were going in there and trying to do. Um, I the first round was definitely Durev's. Yeah. Uh, he was just able to kind of keep buckley from going off anywhere yeah but then that second round buckley came out and wasn't having it yeah no he uh drive couldn't get it to the ground and buckley that's what i was telling somebody is just like the way that buckley's hips are and with his stature it's it's really hard to get a take on a guy like that because he uh, he's explosive you know yeah so when you have an explosive guy like joaquin buckley and you try to shoot for his hips i mean that guy's gonna be ready for it and but it also seemed that Buckley could just throw anything at Derive and it was going to land, you know? Yeah. He, After a while, it definitely it was, went it was, that way. Yeah. He dropped him twice in that second round. He uh, he was throwing everything at him. And it was just he just knew that all he had to do was throw a punch and it was going to land. That that last time he knocked him down at the yeah. very end of the round, I feel like he could have finished it. Yeah. If he didn't stand over him talking crap. Yeah. 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 I'm glad the doctor stopped it. Yeah, me too. Um, I was, I was pretty. I, I feel like the 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 stoppage was warranted. I mean, that guy was. If that, that's why I told somebody is like, you know, if that fight would have went into the uh, third round, he was going to get knocked out. There, yeah. there was, there wasn't going to be any comeback from him. I think he just had taken way too much damage from such a hard hitter like Joaquin Buckley. And um, yeah, no, nah, man, it was. It was it was a great fight though. I enjoyed every second of it. I mean, you know, Derive showed a lot of heart, but Joaquin Buckley just showed that, like, hey, like I'm still a top dog, a top top prospect in this division, you know. So uh, for the co-main event, we had Kevin Holland defeat Timmins by Darsh Choke of all things. Yeah, that, dude, I didn't expect that. Like the the fight was going exactly how I expected. Yeah, Kevin Holland just being the better striker, have making things go his way. But when he when he dropped him Tim Means, I yeah. expected him to stay standing and try to get the finish. And no, 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 he went out there and got a submission. Dude, I good for him. Yeah. Um what's it go? If you if yeah, good for him if you didn't freaking put points on on verdict. I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, I wanted I needed the second round knockout. But nah, man, uh what's it called? It was it was good to see that though, uh, because like you nobody would expect Kevin Holland showing that hey I can I can do this shit too you know and it was a dark choke that it was in and that's what it looked like it wasn't in for a second when he started tapping but it's like I was explaining to somebody is just like because uh, I felt it wasn't in for a second and it looked like Tim means just tapped because he was also rocked pretty hard and um I mean uh, I mean it was me and Andy talking about it and I was like man I just think Kevin Holland has such long arms that he was able to sink it in without having to get it tight you know yeah 
I wouldn't be surprised. He can yeah. get the leverage he needs without really having to put that torque. Yeah. 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 And I think that's what it was. And so, uh, but yeah, dude, like that just showed that Kevin Holland's evolving. I mean, instead of going for the knockout, like I'm sure he would have a couple years ago, he just was like, nah, I, I got this choke yeah. and went for it. Um, I mean, it's just, per- it was just really good awareness by him, you know, and that dude's showing a lot. And I don't know, I would actually want to see him fight um, one of the Diaz brothers before they go. I think it'd be a fun fight. It would, but I, f- I feel like Kevin Holland's above them now. Yeah. Like if he fought them, it'd be for the name power. And that's it. I'm okay with it though. You know, because I'm I- not against it. Yeah. It's just, I'd be like, okay. It's like he took a little detour and it's like now time to get back to trying to be a champion. Yeah. He, did you hear what he talked? He talked about that recently. How he took shrooms and yeah. saw the future. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. And so, but I feel like uh, fighting any of the Diaz brothers would be a good boost in his stock, you know? Yeah. I think him and Nick would be a fun fight because Nick wants to have one more. So why not, you know, Kevin Holland would be more than happy to play into Nick's style, you know, just like Nick. Put him, they need to put Nick against some other, like like him and Robbie Lawler yeah. made sense. They yeah. They need to put him against someone like that. Who do you think they should put Nick against them? Like, honestly, like uh, I'm trying to think of other guys that are about. He's got to have to fight a middleweight. I don't yeah. think he can cut down to a yeah. welterweight. That's for sure. That's a hard fight so it'd have to be somebody at middleweight um if jacques ray is going to keep fighting no he's he's cut he's cut okay okay i was gonna say that you could do that they can both leave together because remember muniz broke his arm and then he got cut yeah so Uh, i don't know someone like that though yeah someone else who's older and on their way out or like him and d him and nate even then you know with uh, Kevin Holland. Oh, yeah. I would rather Kevin Holland fight Nate. Yeah. I think that makes more sense. Because at least Nate's been competitive in that yeah, division. Exactly. You know, I see what you're saying. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just think for the sake of giving um, giving both those guys a fight, that how they both fight, but just the way that Nick looked in his last fight, it's just super slow. Yeah, it looked like pillow punches, honestly. I'm trying to be a dick, but it was just, it is, you, that's you what I tell like. after a while, Robbie Lawler was holding back. Yeah. He, he he wanted more that he realized, you know, it had been so long since they last fought that he wasn't going to get what he wanted, you know. And so on to the main event, though. Um, Josh Emmett comes from out of nowhere and gets a decision win for, over Calvin Cater, who's been a top dog in this division for a couple of years now. Um, Calvin Cater even shut down the idea of helping the next big thing um you know, get a jump over him, and he be coming off of a serious win over Giga Chikadze and uh, fights Josh Emmett, who's now going to be, um, I guess, top five for yeah, sure. I would imagine. So, um, I mean, he's he's had a slow rise, but yeah. definitely a rise, and yeah. it's only slow because of injuries. Yeah, it's not slow because he did have a couple losses here and there, but yeah, nothing major. Yeah, he's really good. Everybody knows that, and now you can't question it because he was able to stay stay in there with Calvin Cater. Yeah, I am fine with that fight going either way. I don't really care if it went towards Cater or if it went towards uh, Emmett because I think both guys won that fight. Yeah, I mean that's what um, you know. You look at you look at Josh Emmett. He's only lost twice in the UFC, you know, and his actually his only two losses ever have ever, ever been in the UFC against Jeremy Stevens. People are people are actually bringing up that loss like it's like it still mattered. Uh, I don't it's I didn't like really get up that. those uh, losses with Oliveira. Yeah, Charles Oliveira doesn't make any sense. It was uh, a long time ago. Yeah, and especially with Jeremy Stevens, like there was a lot of controversy around that knock, controversy around that knockout as well. A lot of shots to the back of the head. 
but it just um but that's when Jeremy Stevens was like on his tear to the title in the featherweight division as well. Yeah. And um it just it in it was just um it's just been a while since we've seen Josh Emmett as well, but I mean he's looked good since then. His fight with Dan Ego it was a tremendous fight and then he comes in here he puts on a, like another great fight against Calvin Cater. You know, um, with his style and his stature, I mean, he knows how he has to win these fights. And I think that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And I, I would have liked to have seen Cater be a bit more active earlier on. Yeah. That's definitely why he didn't win the fight. I would, if you were to ask me, I think they gave uh, Emmett the fight because, or the two judges that gave it to Cater were just because Emmett was very active from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, and I think Cater was kind of coasting in the first couple of rounds. Yeah. Um, the second round, I think I gave him this, I gave him the second, fourth and fifth round. So yeah. I had Cater winning, but I have no issues with him at winning. He was just pushing more in, yeah. the, in the first three rounds. Yeah. That's what, um, it was just, um, what's that with, it's like what we talked about though, is the pride, something that these new England cartel guys have been doing though. And it's costing them a lot. It's just trying to win a point fight. And it's like, uh, I understand they have incredible boxing over there. It's kind of, I feel like that's kind of where that stems from to make it a very technical fight but uh at some point you know you look at rob fonts his last two fights have been lost you know to um jose aldo and also then the last, most recent one to cheeto vera and then you see calvin cater that you know this fight would have solidified hey man like you might get a title fight if you win this next one yeah. because um it's not very clear who's uh fighting next and for the title after max holloway and volkanovsky and um there's just there's no change in there's no change in gears at all you know yeah. and i feel like like you said just that that's what cost him the fight uh, i'm sure he'll be back uh there's if anything you know josh Emmett getting into the uh top five featherweight rankings this opens up a lot more doors a lot more matchups now that calvin cater is going to go down a little bit i mean him you know he has guys like um like ortega he can fight he can fight uh yair rodriguez he can fight korean zombie who still wants to fight um there's all there's a lot going on there you know yeah i think there's plenty of potential for cater to come come back yeah. immediately him and arnold allen um, yeah I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that <laughs> because i don't want him i don't want cater to lose to allen and i don't want allen to lose to cater yet i don't want him to lose to anybody yet um i really like arnold allen i would love to see him have a legitimate rise through the rankings if he were to fight Cater now, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, or Bryce Mitchell. That's tough too, because I don't yeah. want to see either of them lose. You know, I'm a big I mean, fan of both of them. You have such a it's, but it, it, with the featherweight division though, man, it's a very stacked division. But it's been it's it's becoming a stalemate though. Like a lot of these guys haven't really been fighting um, each other very much, and now now we're seeing some movement with, um, you know. Now we're finally going to get a, a final stamp on Holloway and Volkanovski. Yeah. We're going to finally cool. see Ortega and Rodriguez fight, who they should have fought each other a long time ago, honestly. What happens if we get a draw? That's going to be hilarious. Oh, freaking die. Dude, I hope that happens because they'll be like, hey, man, because they keep talking about all these uh, four, uh, these quadrilly fights having to happen. Yeah. So, hey, this is just one card of nothing but quad, quad, quad fights. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. You That'd got cool. McGregor, McGregor and Poirier. Uh, Jason Figueredo and Moreno and freaking Holloway and Volkanovski. Did you you see um, 
Jason Figueredo talked about going up weight class if they try to book him in Moreno again. Mm-hmm. And Dana did had like didn't care at all. He's like, okay. Good. He's like, okay, if he wants to go up, go up. But we'll just make that of, of the for the real title then. I know that Moreno's taken his fight with um Kai Car France. Yeah, yeah, with uh Kai really seriously. He was like, yeah. I think the two guys he just beat didn't take him seriously. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I'm like that's good because I want you and Figueredo to fight again. Yeah, I, I'll, that dude, is one of the most frustrating trilogies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just um, I don't know. It's crazy as shit to me that fights that these guys still have to fight each other. But I mean, it's what happens though. And um, but I think Moreno and Figueredo. I mean, I'm sorry, Kaikara France. That's a great fight. They fought before too, so. It's gonna be another good rematch that we're gonna see. It's funny as shit that now we're seeing that all these guys that they they try to uh, like wean out the prospects and now are, are all at the top and they all have to fight each other again. Yeah, you know. So we're gonna end up seeing that again with a lot of these weight divisions too, just because. Yeah. Like with like we were just saying with Kelly and Yanez. Yeah, we're gonna see them fight again. I think if Kelly can stick around. Yeah, he's a great fighter. Yeah. He really is. Like he um, you he's know, going to have to change some things though. Yeah, he's 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 he is a good fighter and what he did to uh Randy Costa showed that, you know, uh cuz Randy Costa is a problem in that division still as long as I think what the, his problems are is he's his gas tank. That's a, I think it's his biggest problem, you know. Um but cuz he he gasses out by that second round every single time. And I feel like that's going to be the problem for Randy Costa, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, that's the featherweight picture right now. Is yeah, Talking about a bunch of rematches. Yeah, but yeah, no, it really is going to be a bunch of rematches. So it is what it is, though. We're here for it, and we're here to talk about it. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on this recent card. It was really good. Uh, I think it's the card of the year, yeah. at least so far. Uh, but I think it's going to be card of the year. Uh, it tied the record for most first round knockouts, and I. Th- I think it's got the record for most knockouts. Jesus, really? Yeah, I think so. I, or most finishes. I could be wrong, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Um, Share your Adrian Yanez memes with us. Yeah, could just always tag us in your Adrian Yanez memes. They've been really good lately. Yeah. Poor Tony Kelly. Not really. 